0: NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is up on game with Lavar Arrington, TJ Houshmandzada, and Plaxico Burris Did
1: you hear that? Lavar Arrington, TJ Houshmandzada.
0: Plexico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl Champion Plexico Burris.
1: All right, here we go. Welcome in. Saturday's show. It's up on game. T.J. Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris, LeVar Arrington. It's a Saturday. February 5th. Got a lot going on. If you have any comments, questions, answers, thoughts, suggestions, go to Twitter, tweet us, Fox Sports Radio, I won't, I won't give our hats. Been a lot of good things, a lot of conversations taking place this week, none bigger than the F- Brian Flores uh, lawsuit against the NFL and other teams. You know, I, I wanted to say we, we have a lot to get to, but... You know, after dealing with all of the conversations on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe during the week, and a lot of the backlash that I received for my opinions uh, during the show, and apparently I was accused of coming on up on game and, and becoming black again uh, when I'm not doing uh, Two Pros during the week, which is pretty strange so they're
2: saying you're not black during the week and you black on saturday i
1: guess if you knew me you you (laughs) what did you say if you knew better you do better If you knew better you do better Uh, uh, you obviously don't know me if you you're saying i'm contingent upon a radio show you you haven't been around me well enough but um i want to open this conversation up and i want to open the floor (laughs) up because i don't think that this is a one segment conversation uh you know we only get two hours on the weekend so I want to give this it's just due I also want to include you the listener in on this conversation we're going to turn this into an open forum because I don't want this to just come across as as these pro athletes talking about what the situation and the scenario is I want to give you guys the opportunity to get in on it as well so you can jump in 877-996-6369 keep it respectful um, that's all I ask you you can have your opinions Everybody has an opinion. That's that's what this is all about is is giving your opinions. Uh keep it respectful on the line, all right? Try to keep it keep it above the belt. Uh, uh before we get going, make sure you download the DraftKings app. Use the code UPONGAME to get free shots at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for details. Check it out. TJ, Plex, how y'all doing, man? How was how y'all's week? How, how's everything holding? Man, good. Can't complain at all. Okay. All right. Feels a little
2: yeah, weird. Football is uh coming to an end. Coming to an end. No games this weekend. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a game. But...
2: I mean, yeah, really you know. not a game. Oh, it's, okay. it's a game. It's a pickup. With the, yeah, exactly. little mm-hmm. flag football. That's what they actually should turn into. They should make it flag should football. Make it flag?
1: Yeah, they really should. Just make it flag. I don't Have... even think they should play the game. They just, just introduce them. Make a spectacle out of introducing them. But I think it would be f- just to play a flag
2: game. The linemen stay out of harm's way. It's really a skill game anyway in the real game. Just turn it into a flag and kind of throw certain rules in there that make it different.
1: I mean, they do touch football with the quarterbacks now and <laughs> <laughs> basically that's what they do. That is true. What a
3: stretch? None, man. Just out here relaxing, you know, in the in the bitter cold. You yeah. know, I think I think we might um, cross twenty degrees today, but everything is all right. But look, man, I was checking out the uh the uh NFL Pro Bowl and I was looking at the all, all of the the new you know, things that they have that's going on in the Pro Bowl. And one one event that I would like to have back. What would you want? And the NFL fastest man. I, I would too.
1: You know, they did we, they they, we, they we raced. We gotta
3: bring that back. They did that. They, they
1: raced. raced. You didn't well, well who who won it? You Michael want, Parsons. Yeah. All right, but now oh, Tyreek Hill, Hill slipped. Didn't,
2: he slipped and he didn't even really didn't run hard. Yeah, he didn't even run. The oh, only one about, that I'm, ran hard yeah. was yeah.
3: Chubb. Yeah, I'm talking about going back to the Daryl Green versus yeah. Ron Brown days or back in Will, Sanders, and w- Willie Gault. Willie Gault. Like, yeah. NFL's fastest man. That's what I want to see.
1: Yeah. That, bring that, that, that did back, race. And Michael Parsons did look very impressive. Um, stepping out, by the way. I, I As just, TJ I has said uh, numerous times. I'll just add that to the conversation. I mean, he did. Yeah, the he, first he, day he,
2: I he, seen him run, I was like, oh, wow. that dude fast.
1: And did I not tell you that? And a... they're playing. And they're playing. Boy, and, and he's and, huge. And, but and, you, you could run like that, though. I could. You, you could well, run I, like that. I was a runner. I, I, was, I, was, I was a runner. <laughs> Plexico, no. Plexico found out first. I never oh, really got man, you, though, you Plex. I never got one dude that I never got. Was Plex Come now? On, Pookie poop got you. Foxy got you. On, I didn't man. get you. No, no pook didn't get you. Pook got man. Dave Terrell. Ooh, he man, hit check, Dave check Terrell check so rhythm, bad. Man. Foxy got you though. Foxy got you. He got and,
3: you. And he he the one that ended up uh, leaving the game and not returning. Yeah, if I recall,
1: because you're big. He
3: yeah, wasn't he this hit big he hit me so hard. He he knocked both of us out. That's what we do. And uh, he. We both land on the ground, and said, <laughs> Irvin comes over to me. He said, hey, dog, hey, man, your mama in the stand, you got to get, <laughs> <up." laughs> <laughs> get up. You got to so get up. Get up, Plexico. I, so I had to get up, man. I continued to play, but D. Fox never came back in the game. Yeah, yeah, it happens sometimes.
1: Speaking of not, not coming back into the game, let's let's jump into this. Um, the blind Brian Flores conversation has been a super, super large big topic during the course of the week it is understood uh that there literally is one black head coach remaining in the national football league it has now raised the conversation even more so based upon the the allegations in the lawsuit that that was filed by brian flores the the class action lawsuit alleging racism uh in the workplace um the embarrassment of of what this this Rooney rule is supposed to have represented. Uh, I want to open the floor up to you guys. I know you guys have had a, a lot of time to think about this topic. Uh, apparently, my topic or, or, or my take on it put me back on the porch and put me back in the house. I, I'm clearly um, I, I I was clearly drugged from out of the field and and put back on and, and on the porch and. Well, I kind of took offense to it because if you know me, you know I stand up for mine, I stand up for what's right, and I stand up for what I believe in. But if it ain't right and if it ain't what I believe in, I'ma stand on that as well. So let's let's jump into it. And I would I would first say, whoever wants to take it, Plex, TJ, what was your first initial reaction to when the flores lawsuit hit and he is suing for i believe 100 million dollars and is basing it off of really the the only evidence that has come out of significance is that of a a text exchange between him and bill belichick where bill belichick mistakenly uh mistakes his identity for the coach that ended up getting the job for the new york giants um it appears to me well I won't say what my my opinion of it is just yet I want to turn it over to you guys I'm sure you guys are are prepared for it and and have have looked over things and have paid attention to it what's your initial response to what's taking place So so for me
2: when I first saw it I said oh wow he's not coaching again that that that's it that's career suicide that's, that's career, career suicide, suicide. That was my first reaction to seeing that was, ah, he's done. He's not going to get a head coaching job again in the National Football League. And then you start to look into it. And I'll be honest, he raises a ton of valid points that everybody knew. Is it harder for black coaches? Yes. Absolutely it's harder. Are they represented at the coordinator and the head coach level like they should be? Absolutely not. We all know this, and it's always we can't think like the white player. This sounds really cocky. It wasn't the white player that I played with that was smarter than me. And the one that could come close was Ryan Fitzpatrick. And that's just being honest. Like, I know football like a quarterback. I just so happen to be black and not a quarterback. But perception, they perceive that we don't know the game of football. Mm -hmm. I can talk fronts like I'm a lineman. I understand protections like I'm a quarterback or a lineman. I know how to ID the mic and redirect the mic and why you're redirecting the mic and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I understand that type of stuff. I understand fronts and coverages. Mm-hmm. But I just look like this. And so we know as somebody black, we racing. You racing down here, I'm running uphill. Mm-hmm. I know that's the case. But on the flip side of it, it's like this. Brian Flores, when you got the Miami Dolphins job, I'll give you credit. You try you did hire Jim Caldwell as your offensive coordinator. He had to resign for health reasons. After that, you hire Shan Gailey and a couple other guys as co-offensive coordinators. But if you want the black coach to be represented, you help him along the way. You bring black coaches on your staff and put them in coordinator positions. So it becomes
1: your coaching tree.
2: So that that black coach that is not represented the right way, can become represented because you're helping him. And you know the struggle it is as a black coach to just get in those positions. So it's your responsibility to help him. And Hugh Jackson is a friend of mine. He was my coach. He was the head coach of the Raiders, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. He didn't do it. Do what? Hire black coordinators. Hmm. And because that's the way – that they can get in those type of positions. And so, the black coach, we know you fighting uphill. And I remember Hugh Jackson coming to me one time, and he made a great point. And I don't even know why I'm saying this, but oh well. And he was like, when you watch the white players in their interviews, they give their coaches a ton of credit. Oh, so-and-so. Iowa Sound oh, man, did a great job of preparing me for this game. I knew everything they were going to do. My coach did a hell of a job preparing me. And he was like, the black players don't do that. Is that true? I don't know. I don't recall.
1: But, I always recall giving coaches But this is the thing,
2: though. Whether it's true or not. Unless I ain't like him. I went out of my way moving forward to give him all the credit in the world. Mm. I went out of my way moving forward because I wanted to help him and see him succeed. Mm -hmm. And he saw that, and he was appreciative. Whether that helped or not, I don't know.
1: I mean, he ended up being a head coach. But
2: I went out of my way as much as I could because he was reaching out to me, realizing the struggle it was for black coaches. So the majority of the interview, man, Hugh Jacks, I gave him the credit. But what Brian Flores is talking about, he has a ton of, of valid points, and everybody knows this. Bill Belichick sends them that text message. They knew Dable was getting hurt. When the guy came from Buffalo, Sean or shooing, however you pronounce his last name, to go be the GM of the Giants, it was only two guys getting that job, Leslie Frazier or Brian Dable. Simple. And mm-hmm. They got a young quarterback in Daniel Jones that they want to see make it work it makes sense for them to hire an offensive coach because if you hire a defensive coach, you're going to lose your offensive coordinator if the team does one, well, Daniel Jones turns it around. So why not hire the head coach with an offensive background? It just so happened to be Brian Dable. Was it a sham interview with Brian Flores? I believe so. I believe it was. It happens. But if you... It, it, I guess I'm on the fence with both of these with the points because the black coaches, they know. Like... How many would if you think that Houston Texans will interview for the head coaching job like to interview Josh McCown? No. Hell no, nah, they won't. That doesn't happen to black players. And I'm probably just as qualified. Byron Leftwich, <laughs> Byron Lefwich is calling plays, and he's the offensive coordinator of one of the best teams in the league. He can't get a job. But Kevin O'Connor can get a job, and he's not even calling plays. They both played in the league. They're both former quarterbacks, they're both coordinators. But one calls the plays, the other one doesn't. That's what Brian Flores is talking about. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. We knew what the game was when we got into it. It's unfortunate. But all three of us, and we've all sat and talked. Plex just look like that. You just look like I we know the game of football with Not the best of them. Dude. With the best of them. Yeah. But we will never get put in those positions because of the color of our skin. And I'm okay with that. I don't, but the coaches that are lifers and this is what they enjoy to do and this is what they want to do, I do feel bad for them. But when you get in that position of power, you gotta help your people out if nobody else is.
1: Hold your hold your hold your water. I'm on sorry, this one. Plex. Hold your water on this one, Plex. We're gonna I, I, we gonna let this breathe. We're gonna let it breathe and we're gonna talk let about that it. Breathe. 877-996-6369. Um we will be taking your calls to get your opinions and and your and your takes on these things so make sure you stay tuned to Up on Game that's TJ Huschman's Audio. just listen to it's Plexico Burrs. I'm Lavar Arrington. uh before we go to the break uh, DraftKings Sportsbook yo know, it's the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56 they're giving away customers are giving customers 56 to 1 odds on either team bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets in your Your team wins if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. If sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. All right, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code up on game to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just five dollars and get 280 in free bets in your team's if your team wins. Okay. So enter in up on game to get that 56-1 to 1 odds on either team. All right, minimum age and location requirements vary in jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific uh, responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Connecticut, call 888-789-777. 77 or visit ccpg.org/chat in New York call 877 8 hope ny or text hope y for 67369 that's the numbers uh give a call that was a long ass read we'll be right back with more up on game um uh, we're just going to talk. We're just going to have a conversation. It's called Up On Game for a reason. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into Up On Game. Yeah, make sure you download the DraftKings app. Use the code Up On Game to get a free shot at millions of dollars. Up for grabs this week. With your first deposit, minimal $5 deposit, require eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back into the show. We are talking Brian Flores and the lawsuit that has been brought against the NFL and other teams uh, in the National Football League. We got an opportunity to hear what TJ's initial reaction is. Now it's your turn, Plex. Your turn. <clears throat> what you got? What What are you thinking? What man. are you feeling, man? When When
3: I you no know, when when this lawsuit was uh you know when it when it came to my knowledge and I have to you know firmly agree with T J that you know Brian Flores knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that he would never be a head coach in the NFL and probably never coach again. And he's all right with that because, in his statement, he said, "Listen." I understand. I never make coach again, but there will be significant change because of this, because of what he's doing. And I, I think the the irony and the the sad part about it now is that uh, you know I know I I know Coach I know B. And the man that I know is 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 a man of high character. And and as far as hiring. Uh, Black coaches and g- g- general managers in, a, in the NFL now, just like you said, they just look like that. So, in reference to what TJ said, is you know we are being judged as as black players and as black coaches being the face of an organization. So, what if if you choose to judge a man for every owner, whether it's NBA, NFL, NHL, which which all professional sports have a problem with hiring of black coaches. And, and the NBA also. There may be five or six. I don't know. In the NHL, there, there probably aren't any. In the NFL right now, there's currently one. But if you choose to judge a man, judge him off his, his, his competency, his integrity, and his credibility. That is the Brian Flores that I know. And sadly enough, the current NFL coaches who who are currently coaching right now is, you know, they can't come out and support him. They are not going to jump in this foxhole with Brian Flores and help him fight this battle because you know why? They have a job. They're not going to risk their job to come out and support him because their hands are tied. So if you look at any of the – Current black coaches in the NFL who have come out to support Brian Flores, there has been been none. There has been huge action. But guess what? He's currently coaching at HBCU.
1: And that's not even really support because at the end of the day, what (laughs) what he said didn't prove what what Flores was saying to be correct uh, outside of throwing games, getting rewarded for throwing games, not based off of racism.
3: Right. So – with all that being said, man, he he's not going to get any support get any support from the current NFL players, and he he knows that he basically made himself the Garland Capital nigga of of, of NFL coaching. He's probably not going to coach again. But are we surprised with some of the allegations and some of the things that he have said that have come out? You've we been, are not.
1: You've been living under a rock. Hey, if let you me take in, that. We, Plex we, we, uh, Plex.
3: You and Levar,
2: because we played. How many times were you in a meeting and you felt like the coach was telling you something, black or white, and it was wrong?
1: All the time. I wouldn't say all the time, but oh, I would say all often. The time. Often, I'm saying it happened. Well, all the time is often, right? Right. Like, like you not be like saying everything they say, but a lot of things they say it's off. And it and it's crazy. And it becomes confusing. Yes. And then they blame it on you, dude.
2: I remember one time I'm not even gonna say nobody's name. Yeah. But a coach had in meetings told the player the wrong thing this is on the defensive side of the ball these are defensive players telling me this story in the meeting tell the player when they get in this formation we check to this and we do this we're in practice that's what the player does marvin was pissed because he was wrong the coach yells i told you not to do that and that's what the coach told him to do
3: so Marvin, mad, a at, step further, Marvin mad at
2: the player and the, and everybody's like, wow, did the coach just
3: do this? Told him the I've, wrong thing I've, in a meeting. I've experienced it several times. I've experienced it several times where an offensive coordinator have told you to check into this route when you see a wide nine or a wheel-free safety, and you, you gotta break your you gotta break your rod off hot. Uh, run the now, but we can't get the defensive line on the ground, so run the slant. And and you get in, and you get in these meetings when the head coach is there, and the offensive coordinator will look back at you and and say to you, "What are you doing?" And then you look at everybody else. And you're like, "Well, that's what you told me to do." And but, then the position but, coach but he, looking but at you like, but yeah, "No, I didn't." Yeah, uh, but he's going no to make himself look I better didn't. because the head coach is in the room. <laughs> right. I've experienced it several times, and uh, you know, for me, luckily for me, I had the experience of playing for a black head coach, in Mike Tomlin. And I will tell everybody this. Mike Tomlin is arguably one of the sharpest minds I have ever been around in football. You know why you don't have to tell in us my that? my whole entire life. He
2: ain't never had a losing season. You don't know. have to hey, tell us that.
3: His, his resume shows that. And the way that he coaches the game and, and, and his knowledge of, of the game, it, it, it shows in his resume because he's never had a losing season before. And when I, when I was in Pittsburgh, I was absolutely uh, – when I went back in 2012 and 2013, and I got to be around all these black coaches, and I'm saying to myself, it, th- there's a different level of, of performance when you play for a black quarterback. I'm, I'm just telling you that. From a, from a black player to playing for a black coach, you want to do everything in your in, in possible to make him look even better. Because you know those opportunities for all those coaches who are teaching you the game, they don't come around often. So, you know, you'll follow the knife for the coach. You'll do whatever you got to do. And Brian Flores even stated that when they had this brawl, what, two years ago with the Miami Dolphins. And he said, you know what, I'm going to go out and support my guys every time. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go support my guys. And he's that kind of coach. But getting back to all these allegations, we are not surprised because we have experienced racism playing in this business, whether you have been a player or a coach in a locker room, in a meeting, or on a football field from a fan, we have experience. Whether these allegations, what, what, what he's making is true, but I believe they hold merit because now you have witnesses coming out. Now articles are being taken down. So some of these things that he is saying, they hold merit because we've experienced it. But now he's coming out and saying something about it, and now everybody's looking at him from the NFL from an owner's perspective saying, how dare you come out and say these things about us when we were good to you. you. We were good to you. We were feeding you. <laughs> how dare you come out and do us like that? Well, we were
1: good to you. Like That's you ought to be grateful. Your they, they
3: call it the shield for a reason.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, we're going to keep this thing going. Uh, Download the DraftKings app and use code UPONGAME to get a free shot at millions of dollars. Up for grabs this week with your first deposit, minimum $5 deposit. required. eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Mr. Isaac Lohenkron, can we get a little bit of trending, sir?
0: We can, and it's right along the lines of what you guys have been discussing all day long. New developments on this Saturday morning alone, as this morning NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell sent a memo to all 32 NFL teams that said in part... All right,
1: move on. Nothing to see
0: here. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) Oops! Nothing to sorry, see here. Sorry, guys. Oh, oh! I, I accidentally pressed the wrong button no, there. No, no. Well, my some mistake.
1: Seems, some reason it seems to make a little, little bit of sense, you know. But oh that yeah. was <laughs> completely
0: right. accidental. Okay. Any Any correlation right. between me accidentally pressing that button? I was not trying to make a sarcastic point there. Oh, anyway, okay. right. I'll try that again. The memo actually read, and I quote: "We have made significant efforts to promote diversity, which has produced positive change in many areas. However, we must acknowledge." That particularly with respect to head coaches, the results have been unacceptable. We understand the concerns expressed by Coach Flores. Unquote. Well, a short time later, earlier this morning, Brian Flores' legal team issued a statement in response to Goodell's memo, reading in part, quote, We suspect that this is more of a public relations ploy than real commitment to change. We would be pleased to talk to the commissioner about real change, but he has not reached out to us. In fact, Nobody from the NFL has reached out to us. We believe that a court must order a federal monitor to oversee the NFL as the NFL cannot continue to police itself, unquote. NBA note just coming down. Joe Varden of The Athletic just reported that the Cleveland Cavaliers are trying to acquire Karis Levert from the Pacers ahead of next week's trade deadline. Levert averages 19 points a game. He scored 42 last night. And the Pacers lost to the Bulls. Cleveland right now, a surprising 32-21 and tied for third place with Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. On the college basketball scoreboard right now, number 18 Illinois trails at Indiana, 23-17, to 833 left in the first half. Number 12 Villanova ahead of 17th ranked UConn 16 to 13 with 10:41 left in the first half fellas back to you
1: all right thanks appreciate you Ilo with the the trending there um we're going to continue this this conversation obviously we're, we're going to open up the lines at some point uh 877-996-6369 you can get in you can have a call maybe some of these uh keyboard warriors that was coming at me and adding me during the week. Maybe you'll call in. We'll we <laughs> never you know. We'll them? see. Keyboard warriors. Well, yeah. Thumb typing warriors. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. I, I think my take is is continuing to evolve and trend in the direction that I've been saying. And I don't think people are going to like if you fall on the side of I, I what I've labeled as cause over right. You're not going to be happy with my take. But my take is not going to change because I shoot from the hip and and right means more to me than cause. If the right is in the cause, then I'm okay with the cause because it's right. But if it ain't right, then I'm not going cause at the expense of, of right. I said during the course of this week, my question is what is the ultimate end that, that Brian Flores is seeking by doing what he's doing. What are you ultimately trying to get done? As y'all both have mentioned, this is something that is not new. This is not new. This is not something that has just taken place. Even with the Kaepernick situation, him taking a knee, the social injustices that have persisted and, and have been a part of our society and our culture have been there. So what is, what is Brian Flores' ultimate end by doing this? And it comes out or or he, it's reported he says that this is bigger than him and that he's trying to generate change and that's why he's, he's doing this and that's why he's suing and ultimately there will be a lot of change. Do you believe that, TJ? Do you believe that, Plex, that this lawsuit is going to generate a ton of change?
2: It nope. won't generate a ton of change, but it will – it's just the awareness of it.
1: You want to know but, You want to know the quickest answer to it? Plex just nope. gave it to you. It, it's a nope. No, it, it's it, a no. It's not going – I mean – It's not going to change no, anything. It, it, it's not. It it's going to be a discussion
2: for now. More awareness of it. Roger Goodell basically is going to be the punching bag because he's the face okay. of the owners.
1: And, and I'm glad that you did that because now that brings me to – I'm, I'm going to keep getting to my point, point by point. Mm-hmm. Roger Goodell comes out and has something to say. This is unacceptable. We will fix this. Well, y'all fixed it when y'all put the Rooney rule in place. So supposedly this is what fixed the the, the situation of inclusion is we're going to reward these teams for, for hiring and interviewing <laughs> minority candidates for coaching jobs. How All right. Now, here's what's crazy. Partially, if you think about it, the contracts that we all sign bind us to doing arbitrary negotiations before we even go the legal route. There are some things that may happen in an arbitration that will derail what Brian Flores is doing before it ever sees the light of day of of being in a courtroom, legally speaking. So now you've put it out there. Right so you've 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 put it out there you've put yourself out there and you're saying you're doing this for the cause and you're doing this for your people and the advancement of your people but chances are this is probably as big as the story is going to get and as big as it's going to be before Super Bowl drowns it out and after Super Bowl drowns it out then it becomes a declining story now Here's where where it gets interesting for me. If you're going to truly make change that you're saying is for the cause and for all black people and for minorities that are involved with what's going on, the first thing I started thinking to myself, and y'all brought it up, first thing is how many other coaches are joining this class action, action lawsuit? And it doesn't have to just be black coaches, people. It could be any coach that joins this and says yes i've i've watched this happen i am a part of this i am i am standing in solidarity in this lawsuit with him even if the lawsuit doesn't maintain or or mean that you're going to get a settlement because you're a white coach like how do you <laughs> claim racism well, well i'm no, going to be a no, part why, of this all you do know this
3: though even if a white coach comes out and supports Brian Flores versus a black coach coming out support, and supporting Brian Flores, the the ramifications
1: for for each person still are, totally, are totally different. But there's still ramifications. They're totally that are still different.
3: There. Oh, we got a white. We, oh, we had a white coach come out and support Brian Flores. Congratulations.
1: They'll blackball him just like they blackball Flores. No, they will not. Yeah, they will. No, yeah. they will not. Maybe not you the same way. That. Not the same way. You know
3: better than that. Not the same way. Nope. It
1: might not be the same approach. I totally disagree. We could disagree on that one. I, I think if you go against the shield, nothing is bigger than the shield. and And that's the point I'm getting to. Here's my next point, is that nothing is bigger than the shield. So when you hear Roger Goodell come out and speak on behalf of the National Football League, it's funny. It's like he's speaking as if he's speaking on behalf of the National Football League and what it needs to do and how they're going to address things with the teams. Like it's two separate deals. It's not. It is not. He is. His bosses are the owners of these franchises. They pay him. He's he's an employee of them. If they don't want him in, he won't be in. So when you hear him speak on these topics and the things <laughs> that he does, he's a mouthpiece for the owners. And how much money does he make? A whole hell of a lot. <laughs> so who's like 7 8 some million dollars he's making. And let me tell what? you something. Oh, it, it's I'm sure it's more than that. Maybe that's base. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Did you say 7 or 8? Yeah.
3: Roger Gardner is making like fifty million dollars a year. Oh
1: well, then, 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 then that's even okay. 63, He's $50 million dollars. A sixty-three. Year. They just said Ryan just said yeah. sixty-three million. Seven or eight. Okay, that's All what right. the coaches are making. All right. Well, I will wipe my 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 tush nanny with that. Right. So, so sixty-three the idea, million dollars a year. So the idea that this man is bringing in sixty-three million dollars, where is he getting it from? All right. So he's got 63 million reasons to handle things the way that he needs to handle them and make it seem a certain type of way for the public to to consume it and be okay with it and be okay with it. I got a real long point I'm about to make. So, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going we're going to do this read. We're going to take a break, but it's going I'm going go, we're going to go down this rabbit hole today cuz it's up on game. We're going to put you up on game. And you know what? DraftKings Sportsbook um, we pay our bills here. So I'm gonna pay our bills with DraftKings, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl fifty-six. Uh, giving uh giving new customers fifty-six to one odds on either team. Bet just five dollars and get two hundred and eighty in free bets if you if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. If sportsbook isn't in your state, then play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. Uh, for Super Bowl 56. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code UPONGAME. Get 50 to 6-1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code UPONGAME at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877 8 hope ny or text hope NY. Uh, those numbers are 467369. We got a lot to get to. We got a lot to talk about. If you're on the phone lines, hold steady. We are going to bring you in. If you're listening, hey, just keep listening. If you don't like it, hey, well, do something else with yourself. All right, you're listening to up on Games. TJ Hushman's out of Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into Up on Game. I'm LeVar Arrington. We got T.J. Hushmanzada. We got Plexico Birds. We got Iowa Sam. We got Ryan B. We got Isaac Lohenkron. We got the Fool Squad up in here. Uh, we got a lot of things to get to, but first, make sure you download the DraftKings app. Use the code Up on Game to get a free shot at millions of dollars. Up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I I, I will continue to go down this lane of in order to facilitate real change, you got to do real things. You can't do things that you think are real or could be perceived to be real. Like, to me, this is all a publicity stunt. Do you think this was an emotional decision? It was an emotional decision that now will end up being a publicity stunt because of where we are culturally speaking, everybody's so touch-sensitive. When you pull out anything that has to do with race, people are going to immediately jump on it and uh, uh, what would seemingly be, be supportive of it. Like, I'm hearing the way they're referencing him, the courage and how brave he is and the leadership of it. Why is this courage? It is. Why is this brave? Because, because he's, he's like we said earlier,
2: we believe he's done coaching. He's done. And so that's, that, that's, that's to done. do what he's doing, it does take a lot of courage because he's losing his career behind this. And in the back of his mind, he knows that. He hopes that's not the case, but he knows this is it for me hopefully things will change what
1: what, what has well, everybody loves kaepernick spike lee is about to do a, another documentary on him he was in character at at the gardens or wherever he was at with with his afro and his, his leather jacket and everybody loves him for for what he did taking the knee and all that good stuff right what did he change what he changed he, 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 he brought awareness he brought awareness, but how much awareness? How much more awareness do we need before we're we're in position to make changes? Like I'm okay with bringing awareness, but yeah, is it, that is that it, the ultimate end? I'm gonna give away my what, opportunity to what make did, money. What to, did he, to what did he bring, bring awareness. awareness to? What did he bring awareness to
3: because social time, injustice? The last time I checked, they made it the wrong. They made it about the wrong thing. <laughs> I it, agree. It wasn't even it wasn't even about social justice. It became about the American flag. <laughs> he, he, he he brought awareness. But ultimately,
2: ultimately, the injustice there is going to continue to happen. Now, people are being prosecuted from it. The NFL donated a hundred million dollars because of the awareness that was brought. The difference is this: Colin Kaepernick to this day, to this day, hasn't spoken up about exactly what led him to doing this. He has not sat down and spoken up. Brian Flores got right out in front of it right away. This is the problem. I respect that because
1: Kaepernick, to this day, nobody knows. What started this? Why? What you're where? stating the obvious. You're stating the obvious. So, to me, here's 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 what I'm saying. I know we're one minute away from, from a hard out. I, I'm going to say this. There has to be, at some point in time, all of the keyboard warriors, all of the people that come out and, and say that they're in support and this makes sense and I I believe in this, you got to start having harder conversations. There has to be bigger conversations that that ensue. These coaches are going to continue to coach, as you mentioned, T, uh, T.J. and Plex. These coaches are going to continue to coach. These players are going to continue to play. You're not impacting viewership. You have not impacted uh, uh, people going to the games. You have not impacted the bottom line of the National Football League. In fact. It is still you know continuing I, to go up.
3: And you know what the bottom line is? How are you going to tell an owner of a of a corporation or of his team who to hire and tell him how to run his business?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that that's the
3: un, That's the underlying factor of it all. I'm so glad that's you wanna that hire, You hey, want hey, to hire a federal monitor to police the NFL? That ain't going to go gonna too well.
1: And, and, and that's what I was bringing up about Roger Goodell. And, that, and I'm glad you brought that up as the final point before we go to break because that's a great segue into my next point of why I'm trying to understand this whole scenario. You're listening to Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back.